Acts chapter 3, verse number 6. This is from the first, the New King James Version, and then secondly, the King James Version. The New King James Version says, Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. The King James Version says, Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Rise up and walk. For a few minutes this morning, I want to preach from the subject, such, such. Take your seats and pray along with me. Our Father and our God, in the immaculate name of your Son, Christ Jesus. Father God, it is preaching time and your servant needs the inspiration and the power of your Holy Spirit. In spite of his flaws, Father God, in spite of his shortcomings, his sins, his struggles, or his lack of strength, Father God, he has offered up his body as a, as a sacrifice, Father God, for you. And so it is my prayer, Father God, that the words that will come forth from my mouth will be used for our education, edification, but most of all, your exaltation. exaltation. It is also my prayer, Father God, that the words that will come forth from my mouth will move someone closer in their relationship to you. Father God, we ask that you look upon those that are absent from the body and look upon those that are within the sound of my voice or that will hear the podcast or view this message at a later time. Move by your spirit, Father God, in this city, this county, this community, and this country, Father God, as well as this church. I pray, Father God, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. The book of Acts picks up where the gospel of Luke ends. The book of Acts picks up where the gospel of Luke ends. That is with the ascension of Jesus Christ. And it records the story. The book of Acts records the story of the early church. The author, Luke writes the book of Acts from the standpoint of the spread of the gospel by way of the Holy Spirit. So the aim, the aim of the book of Acts is the spread of the gospel by way of the Holy Spirit. There are 28 chapters in the book of Acts, 28 chapters. But there are only, although there are 28 chapters, there are only I wouldn't say they are only, but there are two dominant personalities in the book of Acts. In those 28 chapters, you'll discover that there are two dominant personalities in the book of Acts. Those two dominant personalities are Peter and Paul. You'll discover reading those 28 chapters of Acts, you'll discover that Paul's ministry is on display in chapters 13 through 28. But for the first 12 chapters, you'll discover that Peter's ministry takes, takes the, uh, uh, is on display. 
Uh, he has the lead, so to speak. He takes the lead in ministry in chapters 1 through 12. Peter takes the lead in ministry. And then in chapters 13 through 28, you'll discover that, that Paul, Paul's ministry is front and center. Now, there are only two things that you need to know about Acts chapter number 3. There are two events that occur in Acts chapter number three. We'll call them, we'll call them events. Well, we like to break down Acts chapter three as, the fo as follows, as indicated on your outline. In the first 10 verses of Acts chapter three, you'll discover the miracle. The miracle. There is a miracle that takes place in Acts chapter number three. That miracle is a lame man is healed. That occurs in Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. In the latter verses of Acts chapter 3, verses 11 through 26, you'll discover or read about the message. So there's a miracle that takes place, and there's a resulting message that takes place or that is uh, prominent or synonymous in those verses. So the miracle that takes place is we have a lame man that is healed and the message is that the faith of this lame man resulted in his healing. And we'll show you that in Scripture in just a moment. But what I want to do real quickly is just sum up or walk you through what occurs in Acts chapter number 3. And then I want to give you some characteristics of this word called such. When I read this story... For whatever reason, and I can't honestly say that I read it in various versions of the Bible, but for whatever reason, the word such stood out to me when I read these, these verses in Acts chapter number 3. Peter says, silver and gold have I none, but such, but such, what I do have, I give to thee. So the scripture or Acts chapter three starts off and it lets us know that Peter and John are on their way to prayer meeting. They're on their way to prayer meeting because the prayer call took place on the next day. The prayer call wasn't on Wednesday. The prayer call was on Thursdays. But Peter and John are on their way to the church because the prayer meeting and Bible study was the day before. Prayer meeting and Bible study was on Wednesday. So the Bible lets us know that Peter and John was on their way to prayer meeting and Bible study at the temple at the church. The Bible tells us that it was the ninth hour. So it was three o'clock in the afternoon. So their prayer meeting and their Bible study, their church service took place at three o'clock in the afternoon. Again, the prayer call was on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. So they called in, they called in for, for the prayer call at 8 p.m. on Thursday, on Thursday nights. So Peter and John, they are on their way to the temple. And the scripture tells us that a certain lame man in verse number two is at this, is at the temple, at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful. And the lame man sees Peter and John and he asked for alms. So in, asked, in other words, he asked for money or asked for these alms or voluntary contributions to the needy. But essentially the, the beggar, so to speak, or this lame man was asking for money. And they look, 
uh, Peter said, look at us in verse number four. And so the layman looks at Peter and John. And it is in verse six where Peter utters our key verse. Peter says, silver and gold I do not have or silver and gold I don't have. But what I do have, I give to you or such that I have give I to thee. And he commands the layman to rise and walk. He does so in the, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So we need to understand that there is power in the name of Jesus Christ, more specifically, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So the man rises up. The scripture tells us he immediately gets up and he begins to walk. And not only he begins to walk, he begins to also leap. And he also begins to praise God. That occurs in verse number eight. People saw him, verse number nine. And the people that saw this, they were amazed according to verse number 10. So that, in a nutshell, is the miracle that takes place in verses 1 through 10 of Acts chapter number 3. Now, the message is this, because the people saw this. The people saw this and they were amazed. And Peter had to respond to their amazement. He does so in verses 11 and 12. Listen to what Peter says. Now, as the lame man who was healed held on to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them in the porch, which is called Solomon's, greatly amazed. So Peter saw it. He responded to the people, men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently at us as though by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk. So Peter wanted it to be known that it was not our power, but it was by the power of God. And more specifically, I want to bring your attention to Acts chapter 3, verse number 16. Verse number 16 says, and his name, through faith in his name, capital H, has made this man strong whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. So Peter was careful to let the people know that the faith of this man, the faith of this man in Jesus was the result, well, resulted in him being healed. So I want to, I want to give you some characteristics of this word such because when I read the scripture, like I said, this one word seemed to just stand out to me in the King James Version. So let me give you what I have, six characteristics of such. And I want to show them or show them to you in the scripture. So this word such stood out to me so much so that I needed to look up the definition of the word such. The definition of the word such is as follows, being as stated or indicated, being as stated or indicated. My brothers and sisters, I believe you will discover as we walk through these characteristics of such, I believe you will discover from the scriptures that they are as stated or indicated. So number one on your outline and for whatever reason, I want to make sure you all didn't have to do any writing this morning. Number one, 
Acts chapter 3, verse 2. And a certain man lame. Now, this really got my attention here. Such, number one, has priority. What do you mean by priority? This man was chosen. Why do I say he was chosen? The scripture says a certain man. You got to understand that they, he was not the only beggar that was there. There were many beggars. But on this particular day, God chose to heal this particular beggar. The scripture is careful to say that a certain man, a certain man. So this man was specifically chosen to be healed on this particular day. Now you need to catch what has occurred in the scripture here. The scripture says in verse 2, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple. Daily, daily. This wasn't his first time at the temple, at the gate. This was not his first time at the temple, at the gate. The scripture says they laid him daily. They laid him daily. So we can learn from that. What can we learn? Just because our day has not come, that doesn't mean that it's not going to come. We have to understand that at any day, God has the power to answer our prayer. That's why we have to be encouraged each and every day. Every day, Psalms 3 and 5, every day that we get, every day that we wake up, is another day that God has sustained us. He has sustained us or kept us. That's what we like to say when we grew up, when we grew up in, the, in the Baptist church, the Lord has kept us, right? And when we wake up, we say the Lord has kept us. So every day... We really have renewed hope. That's what I would like to say. We have renewed hope because it's another day that God has an opportunity or he just may answer our prayer. I used to have an email address. I used to have this email address before we had to get a little bit more, more you know, professional with our email addresses. But my email address used to be anydayhecan at aol.com. Any day he can at AOL.com because it, I wanted to remind myself that because I was doing a period of time where I was really, really seeking, seeking purpose and direction and guidance and wisdom and all of those, all of those things. I was, I was sort of lost, but I had to remind myself that any day God could set me on the path that he wanted me to go. So number one, search has priority. This man was chosen. He was a certain man that was chosen. So we got to keep coming. We got to keep doing because any day God can move us further in the direction he has taken us. But search such, I'm sorry, such has priority. Such has preeminence, preeminence. Search has preeminence. What do I mean by preeminence? Eminent above or before others. Chief preeminence. What do I mean by preeminence? The scripture Acts 3 and 6 says in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So the people, well, Peter, should I say, wanted the people to understand and associate what occurred with this lame man. They wanted to make sure that it was associated with Jesus Christ. So much so that he says, Peter says, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We know that Jesus Christ is the name of above all 
names. His name is preeminent. His name sits, sits at the top. So such, such, this characteristic, whatever this such is, it not only denotes priority, it also denotes preeminence because it's associated with the name of Jesus Christ. You ought to get excited because such not only has priority, it has preeminence, but it also has promptness. Whatever this such is, it has priority, preeminence, and promptness. You don't have to take my word for it because Acts 3 and 7 proves my point. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And what, the, what is the key word there? Immediately. Immediately. Another word for immediately is prompt. Prompt. Promptness. Whatever is associated with the word such also has promptness because the scripture says immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So such has priority, such has preeminence, such has promptness, such also has plenary power, plenary power. I had to reach into my legal dictionary for this one. Plenary. Plenary is a word that you will see in legal circles, but it simply means complete. It's a fancy word for complete. Y'all know I couldn't just put the put complete power there. I needed another P. So plenary, 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 and plenary power. Such, whatever this such is, it also has plenary power. What do I mean by plenary? I mean complete. The scripture says, and he took him by the right hand, Acts 3, 7, and 8. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And so he, so he, leaping up and walked. So not only he got enough strength to get up, he leaped up and then began to walk. Plenary power, plenary power, complete power. So such has priority, preeminence, promptness, plenary power, but such also has, whatever this such is, it also has purpose. It also has purpose. The purpose is to glorify Jesus. How do I know that? Acts chapter 3 and 9 says, all the people saw him walking and praising God. You got to understand what is taking place. This is Acts chapter 3. This is the birth of the early church. Right after this miracle that takes place, essentially in verses, the latter verses, 11 through 26, Peter begins to, to preach a sermon, a preaching and a sermon about repentance. This is the birth of the early church. Or that is what is taking place. And you know what took place in Acts chapter number Number two, so the purpose was a greater purpose. Yes, the purpose was to heal this lame man, we, but we know there's also purpose because this was a certain man. This man was chosen, and people saw and knew that it was the one that was at the gate that was asking or begging. But the greater purpose ultimately is to glorify Jesus and to allow the people to see the work of Jesus Christ 
of Nazareth. So such has priority, such has preeminence, such has promptness, such has plenary power, such has purpose, but clearly, clearly search such. I don't know why I want to say search. Such is persuasive or has persuasiveness. It is convincing. I just mentioned this. Acts 3 and 10. Then they knew, they knew that it was he who sat begging arms at the beautiful gate of the temple and they were filled with wonder and amazement. So to recap, such has priority, such has preeminence, such has promptness, such has plenary power, such has purpose, and such is persuasive. Whatever this such is, it embodies all of those characteristics. And so I simply say this morning, whatever this such is, whatever it is, that they gave or that they offered to give this lame man whatever that such is, whatever they had to give to that lame such man, I want whatever that was. Whatever that was. We should want whatever that such is. Why do I say we should want whatever such is? Whatever it was, whatever it was, this man had a problem, and then he had a praise. He had a problem. What was his problem? He was lame from his birth. Not only did he have a physical problem, he had a financial problem, too. He had a financial problem because he was begging, right? He had a need. He had, I guess let's just say he had several problems, but ultimately... After receiving the such, whatever that such was associated with Jesus Christ, he had a praise because the scripture says he was praising. So that's why I say whatever that such is, I want that because I don't know about you all, but I mean, truth be told, we all got some problems and I need the Lord to turn my problem into a praise somewhere along the lines, somewhere along the lines. He went from having some problems to having some praises. So I need the Lord to take my problems and turn them into some praises. It seems to me that such is good for a lot of things. Such, we know number one is such was good for some sickness because he had some, he had some, he had some sickness problems in that he was, he was lame and could not walk. So I figure that such is definitely good for sickness. I would also like to believe that such is good for sin. Such is also might be good for sin, but why do I say that? Because Peter was preaching repentance. And the whole purpose, according to Acts chapter 3 and 16, or the latter part of Acts chapter 3, the whole purpose in this, this, this man being healed was for a greater cause. It was about repentance and about the people seeing the power of Jesus Christ so clearly, clearly, the Bible lets us know that this such was good for sickness, that it was good for sin, 
And I would argue that it also was good for strongholds. Why do I say strongholds? Something was holding the people back from repenting and being baptized, right? God had to do, Jesus was specifically had to do all of these miracles such that the people, it wasn't enough for us to, to come and preach via Facebook and preach to people here. It's not, it's not enough. Sometimes people need to see a little bit more. They needed to see See the miracles. That's why Jesus said, look, if you don't believe what I say, believe my works. That's what Jesus said. Believe my works. You don't have to take my word for it, but just believe the works of my hands. So this such, whatever it is, I want it because it clearly was good for sickness. Y'all know I haven't been feeling that well lately, but clearly such is good for sickness, sin, strongholds, society. We need we need such, whatever such is, we need such in society. We need such for our struggles. We clearly need such for our shortcomings, because we all got shortcomings. But the Bible says we all have sinned and fallen, fallen short. So we got some shortcomings. The Bible clearly says short, right? We all have fallen short. So we got some shortcomings. But lastly, according to... Acts 3 and 16, such is good for soundness. Soundness. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Whatever this such is, I want it because it clearly turned this man's problem into a praise.